Before we start today's show, I just want to give a massive shout out to Acast for making this show happen. Thanks, Acast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to the PJ Podcast. I'm your host, PJ. Lovely to have you here. If it's your first time, if it's your tenth time, welcome. Welcome on in. Today on the show, I am an alien. I'm not, but we are talking the topic. Not actually aliens. We sort of break down the, the misperception of that. We're talking interdimensional beings. And it's at the end of the chat. Um, and look, it might not be for everyone. I was, bit, I was a bit reluctant to go there. We dip our toes in. We literally scrape the surface. So um, <laughs> there's that. If that's too much for you, I totally understand. I know the woo's not every, for everyone. But I am joined by Molly Jane on the show today. She is the co-founder of Meditation and Sleep App Bloom and wellness platform WellWeb. Originally from Australia, she is now living her best life in LA, where she does a bunch of speaking events, oracle sessions and seminars. We talk about the series of events that led to Molly looking for more in life and getting really ruthless with her well-being, essentially. You name it, she's done it. Um, We also look at intuition and how do you work out what is your intuition versus loud thoughts in your head. And yes, finally, we talk about her communicating with interdimensional beings. I, um, yeah, as I was saying, I was a bit reluctant to go there, but we did it. And I um, literally, like, this is just scraping the surface. So, might be a bit of your tea, might be your cup of tea, might not be. Hope you enjoy my chat this week with Molly Jane. Hi, Molly. Hello. How are you, Polly? Can I call you Polly? You is can that t- all right? call me Polly. That's my real name, you know? Awesome. I feel like I've got like an alter ego. I kind of have two sort of personalities I roll. Yeah. Do you know what? I do too. That's so funny. Like I'm Molly, but then I like have Molly Jane. Yeah. Right. And so is Molly Jane more spiritual or cool? Like I feel like, which is the cooler version? I feel like they're very similar, but Molly Jane is just this new identity, I guess, that has always been me that is probably the most truest, authentic version of myself. So it's actually funny. If we want to talk about names, we can get straight into it. So (laughs) I, I was actually married Um, And I was in a relationship for about 14 years. So it was a really long time. It was a really big chunk of my life. And I changed my name. And then now, like undoing all of that, I kind of was faced with the opportunity to be like, well, who am I? 
And, you know, did I want to go back to my family name or, but that just didn't sit right. So then that's why I kind of, I've actually just legally changed my name to Molly Jane. Really? So Jane is your last name? Period. Epic. What age were you when you went through that massive change when you came out of that relationship? Yeah. So, so we were 17 when we got together and we... Yeah, I guess that was end of 2017. So just um, maybe like 32 or something. Yeah, wow. 31, 32, yeah. So it was a big chunk of my life, but, you know, all good. Well, is that what prompted you down this track or have you always been pretty spiritual, pretty woo-woo? Because I feel like everyone who who I've met who has mm-hmm. kind of taken that spiritual path have had some moment in their life particularly which sort of catapulted them down that track a little bit like you know you know I feel like you go through something challenging and then you're like well what else is there and that's when spirituality comes up was that for you yeah no I I guess I've always been spiritual Mm. for lack of a better word I know that word can be quite it's like yeah yeah. we actually we don't have like another word to describe that so you know I I guess if we have to put language on it it's going to be spirituality but really it's kind of like meshed with uh, mental health focus, self-awareness, just coming back to your truest self, really. Um, Just taking a a radical look at your life with self-honesty and just deciding what's working, what's not, and showing up for yourself in a way that you haven't previously. So I guess I've always kind of been connected to whether it's spirits or, you know, feeling into energy and... Even when you were a little girl. Yeah, yep, yep. Like I, I remember once I was um, like I woke up just before my alarm and I saw my great auntie sitting on the end of my bed and I was like and I walked down to the kitchen and mum was crying and she's like, oh, Auntie Belle died last night. And I was like, she was just sitting on the end of my bed. Yeah. So I've always kind of been connected in that sense. But wow, um, I guess what happened was when you go into a relationship like that at such a young age and by all means I am not blaming him even though he did play a very big role in the traumatic events that happened Mm. after that but it was still my decision to completely lose myself in that Mm -hmm. and I just kind of lived for him as opposed to living for me. And as a result of that, my intuition and my sense of knowing had to be kind of muffled down in order to survive. I'm not going to go into details of like what kind of happened in there. I don't think it's really necessary and I'm not sitting in a victim mindset, but it was traumatic. It It was very, very traumatic. But this dulling down of my intuition was really just to survive because I knew something wasn't quite right. And then the gift that was not the gift at the time when everything kind of unfolded and it was a bit of a journey in order to finally break away from that, I was put in a situation where I was very alone for a year and I wasn't really allowed to tell anyone what was going on. Right. And, yeah, so as a result of me not being able to tell everyone what was going on, I had the opportunity to really look at myself and to really work on myself 
And as a result of literally doing every single thing you could think of on the planet, (laughs) because I was very depressed, like I couldn't even get out of bed. I was very, very depressed. And, you know, it was step by step. One of the days, like I remember, I say this story a lot. I would just put in my notes, you know, brush your teeth today or have one meal today. So my notes started as that, but then it ended up going like far woo-woo, like do breath work and clear trauma from your body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, learn how to read tarot cards. And then it was like um, work out astrology and blah, blah, blah. So I went from like brush your teeth to like every spiritual woo-woo thing on the planet and nail it and I did nail it. And then as a result of me having the time and space to really connect to myself, I found my truest voice and my truest intuition again. And then I just realized how fucking powerful I was. Yes. Like it was beyond. And then as a result of that, all of my secret powers that we all have, PS, uh, yes. started coming back. We all have it. We all have it. But I just became really good over the course of the few years on how to use it and how to apply it. I worked with mentors and that's why I'm doing Oracle sessions for people now. So so when you say true self, that's something I'm really interested in, you know, living your authentic life, like being the most authentic you. How did you know? How did you know that you'd really tapped into that? Was it a feeling of just overwhelming joy or the sense of excitement? What was it that made you know? I want to say first up that it's a constant practice. You don't get to a point where it clicks in and you're like, mm. hey, this is oh. good. Like you constantly. Ebbs <laughs> and flows. Exactly. And opportunities to show up as your best self and your most pure, authentic self. So I think, and this is interesting, actually, I feel like the the main thing is kind of understanding and having a sense of who you are but then applying it and actually taking some of the intuition and the intuitive thoughts that come into your brain and applying it, seeing what happens when you apply and then you receive the validation and then it kind of adds to like the foundation of yourself where you're like, oh yeah, I can trust myself. And and so it's something that's kind of added to over time. So for me, I am in a very, very good position of like authenticity and just being able to show up as my most truest authentic self in every situation because of me leaning into those uncomfortable moments of having to apply intuition in some certain instances. Like for example, when I was working for a brand that was a really good brand, Mm. good job, all of that, you know, I'm sure we've all been in a situation like this before where you've got like a comfortable job, right? Yes. And for some reason, my intuition was like, can you please quit? And I'm like, where? Yeah, you, you're in the same. Okay, good. I, and I was, like, I was like, why? I'm like, who? I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't have any idea. I just was like, I have to listen to this. And that was kind of the biggest jump for me. And I jumped. And literally three months later, I had a best-selling app in Australia. Wow. Was that Bloom? <laughs> yes. Wow. And I didn't, I did not know I could even, like, I just didn't know. <laughs> I just didn't know that would happen. It doesn't make sense, eh? Like, because I also left a, a very um, comfortable job in mainstream radio prior to coming over here 
starting my own thing. And it didn't make sense to anyone. Didn't make sense to a lot of people. Um, but I'd had this voice getting louder and louder and louder. And I mean, yes, I had a, a long distance relationship. So coming back to him obviously was a big push for that. But then I ended up moving back. And if I had not moved back, we wouldn't have moved into this dream property which was right beside his farm, which like literally would never have gone on the market, but it just happened to. It was off grid. It's got a river. Like it was just such bizarre timing. And had I not made that jump, it's almost like you get rewarded for yes. for taking that leap of faith. Hell yeah. And, and that's exactly what I mean when I say it's moments like that where you take the leap and see the validation. That's when you add to the, okay, by me just showing up and listening to my intuition, that is my most authentic self and expression. And if I can kind of lean into that every single time, it gets easier and easier and easier. And then it does, going back to the very beginning of the question that you said, it does feel, it feels like poetry. Like it really does. Like it feels like you can see the beauty in everything. Like I see the sunrises and it, it looks like such a good sunrise and you can see the water and, you know, the ocean. And, and it's just, it can feel like poetry if you let it. And you kind of realise too, it's so typical to say it's the journey, it's not mm. the destination. It's those small little moments that make you feel like your most self, which is so weird to say, but it is. I think there's this kind of myth when people hear the word spirituality and like positivity and beauty all the time and they sort of just think that everything needs to be nice and gorgeous when actually it's like as you said it's this constant wave of ebbs and flows and like even when you think you're freaking nailing it and you're in a really great part of your life you know you're taking all these boxes things that you wanted have happened you're still going to go through another sort of obstacle and that's going to challenge you but that's going to make you grow and then I don't know how, what are your thoughts on that yeah it's a constant ebb and flow 100% I truly believe as humans it's a privilege to feel and as humans like you know if we're going to get real woo-woo and talk about dimensions and all of that like whether it's aliens or ancestors or whatever in higher realms they don't actually feel as much as what humans feel So this is why I always say it is actually a privilege to feel. This is why we volunteer as tribute to come to this goddamn planet because it's it's something that we get to use to grow and evolve and stretch. So we get this full spectrum of emotions that us humans put into categories as bad and good when really it just is is Mm. and even though it's so uncomfortable sometimes the best thing you can possibly do is go to all the edges of every single emotion like all the edges of every single emotion and as you do you're becoming it's that sweet spot that we were talking about from the beginning again you're going to the most authentic version of you because you're going to all the edges of every emotion that does come up So you're not hiding anything. You're not hiding anything. Like, you know, yes, there's certain formulas and ways. Like, so say if we get really angry and really enraged, right? Like if someone just pisses us off like so much, like instead of maybe punching them in the face, you can still go and experience anger in a different outlet, but you have to still express it. And do you know what's funny? 
Do you know what's funny? I picked some tarot cards. I, before I do podcasts, I always pick a tarot card to see what the collective need to hear yeah. through this podcast. And it was all about emotions. Interesting. And feeling, don't be afraid to feel the emotions that are so-called uncomfortable, mm, right? Because the more you do not acknowledge, the more overwhelmed that you will feel probably down the track, mm-hmm. which will be unpleasant if we're going to put a label on it. Well, it's just, it's momentum, really. Mm. And if we're energetic beings, right, that's actually not woo-woo. That's, that's proven yeah. that we are energetic beings. So if motion is energy in motion, then it's just energy. And if we're not expressing it in some way, it's getting stuck in dense areas of our body, which can cause, you know, uh, health problems or other outbursts or just chaos, just absolute chaos is the word that comes to my head. So if you honor your emotions as they come up and come through and just hold space for you, like, and this is, this is actually funny. A lot of people are scared to cry. I'm not. I've always been a very big crier, but I know that it, I'm lucky in that sense, you know, like I welcome a cry. Yes. I really welcome a cry, but some people, you're right, are, are terrified of crying. That's right. But you just kind of have to let it come up and roll out because it's it's necessary. And one little nugget that I just, I feel like it comes up in so many oracle sessions or sessions for people People are always scared to cry because they feel like it's going to last forever. It's not. If you go to all the edges of crying, you'll have a good old sook for 20 minutes, but then you'll be done. Yeah. I well that's I usually sometimes cry for the high afterwards because you feel yeah. better. Right? <laughs> yeah, the high afterwards. That's what it is, because you're releasing like this mm. stagnant energy this energy and motion that just needs to go through your body but not just the sad emotions also the happy emotions some people stop themselves from going to a hundred percent of happy some people stop themselves from going to a hundred percent of joy I, I think when you need to stand up and be the most authentic version of yourself and the most feminine version of yourself as well you have to you have to go to those edges of every single emotion and as I say it's a privilege to feel Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's funny you say that because recently I had a bit of guilt for feeling so good. And I don't know, like I've heard certain technique. I like I read a lot about feeling and life and everything. And I can't remember where it was from, but it was like sometimes taking the path of neutrality, trying to be as neutral as possible in some circumstances can, I guess, save you from immense pain. So if you kind of can keep it like a leveled 
emotion, then things won't hurt so hard when you come down. And because like recently I was feeling really good and I was like, it's amazing. But then I was like, I'm going to have a come down from this. I'm going to have a come down. Even though it was a natural high, I was kind of scared because I was like, I'm feeling so good. Like, oh no, does this mean that there's. Would you like me to tell you something that might make your brain feel really good about that? Yes. So I see our bodies as like systems, right? And computers. And what happens when we have something that stretches us It's like we're holding an elastic band that's open like this, right? And if we let that elastic band go straight away, it's going to come back and hit us in the hand really, really hard. It's going to sting. But with this stretching, I'm using that as like an example for different things that pop up in life, right? It's stretching you. It's stretching you. But what happens is the more you get stretched, the more you're holding it open. If you hold this open for a lot longer than just, you know, once, the longer you hold this stretching open, you're going to let go and the momentum of the snapback isn't going to be as hard. So the come down that you're talking about isn't Mm. going to snap back and be as hard. Mm. And what happens is you grow and grow into these newer versions of yourself. So then when you do have a moment now, you're allowed to go to all the edges, but you know the come down, you've stretched up a little bit. The come down isn't all the way down here. It's like moved up a little bit. It's only a little fall and you can pick yourself back up and carry on. It's never going to be as hard as what it is because you're always stretching and you're always growing, if that makes sense. So embrace, embrace it all is what you're saying. Embrace it all, 100%. I feel like that can apply for other things. You know, there's so many extremes, whether we call it ego or whatever, like there's so many extremes we can go to either side. But if you keep it kind of centralized and in the middle, it doesn't matter. But I feel like there's this kind of mini container around that pendulum Mm. of emotion and the truest essence of the feminine. And you're allowed to go to the edges of that. So in terms of anger, you're right. Anger has been demonized over the years and it is something really healthy if you actually feel the anger. What are some good ways that don't involve hurting other people (laughs) that you can actually express your anger? Totally. So tangible tools for anger, phone notes. So if you experience anger in a moment, get your phone notes out and you just write down exactly how you feel. In that moment, you don't sugarcoat it. Like no one's going to see it. You just get your phone notes out and you're like, okay, I actually hate this bitch. <laughs> like, oh, whatever, right? What if people aren't into writing though? Like, because I, I actually do find writing very therapeutic. Yep. If writing is not your thing, could you scream? Like that's often quite a good one. I, the amount of people I've told to scream in the car, <laughs> I, I feel like it's a numerous amount of people. Like it's so many. And it, there's something so therapeutic in it. Like if you see yourself as like a chimney that's like about to, yeah. you know, explode, yeah. you, you need to have that explosion one mm-hmm. way or another. So physical activity, just getting a pillow and just like punching it or just punching the air like this, just something that's exertion of energy, but definitely screaming, writing if it's like emotion, but if you can feel it in your body do something more physical and not viewing it as bad as you say it just is but it's so hard to remember that sometimes Mm. how would you recommend as you say like the human experience is to feel it all but it's so it's so hard to remember that along the way sometimes do you have little reminders that keep you grounded and keep you present I think the most important thing for every single person on the planet is to have a moment in the morning or, you know, even if you're a busy mum or whatever, right, even if it's just when you're brushing your teeth, even if it's 30 seconds, 
just actual awareness of you, your body in this moment, right here, right now. Just having a moment, like checking in with yourself, like you would check in with a friend. How are you feeling? What do you need? Is there any part of me that's a little bit like itchy or, you know, (laughs) off, like whatever, you know, like what is it? But just cultivating a relationship with yourself, checking in with yourself at the start of the day, even if it's just for like, as I said, 30 seconds from that standpoint and that foundation, any other momentum that's going to come in from that, you're already at a point where you're, you've got, you're connected with yourself and you know how you're feeling. Like, so say, for example, if you go out and you start hanging out with people, then all of a sudden you have all this anxiety, but you know you've checked in with yourself at the start of the day and you had no anxiety, mm. then you know it's not yours. It's someone else's. Mm. Right? Other energy. <laughs> it's other energies, but that's just one example. But it's all about cultivating a relationship with yourself. So you can start to pick up on moments throughout the day to allow more space for self-awareness from moment to moment. I found since having a baby, it has been the most sobering event in my life that's really made me realise how temporary everything is. And it's like really like hit me in the heart, I guess, just going, oh my God, like this, this could be over tomorrow. And I think moments like that are really powerful, but it shouldn't, you shouldn't have to wait for those things to happen. You know, like I wish we could know this our whole life and remember that everything is just so temporary. I know, but isn't it wonderful when you do get those reminders? Yeah. Yeah. Often that happens when you lose someone and it's like, oh my God. And it just seems too late that you have this really powerful reminder that every moment is so Special. No, but again, that's the human experience, and we don't need to beat ourselves up for not remembering when we don't remember because we were made to forget. We were made to get caught in the chaos every now and then. Like it, it's no big deal because we always do end up remembering, even if it is a really sobering thing that helps us remember. Um, that's that's the bittersweet fun game that this human experience is where we're like why why did we even bother sometimes but it is fun it's so bittersweet you know it's so bittersweet so coming out of your relationship was that when you went into bloom yeah 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 kind of so so because I became a a master and a queen of um just any self-help thing under the planet in order to literally literally survive like I joke about it now but it was very very dark and it was literally to survive. So I didn't, you know, we were close a few times there. But because I did live and breathe um, mental health, wellness and self-development, it was just who I was. So when I quit, it was Bondi Sands and I loved them. Like I loved everyone there. They were, you know, I started with them at the very beginning. I started their Instagram page. Oh, wow. So yeah, so it was like my baby, you know, and to step away from that, like it was just so what? Everyone was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. But because I was kind of already on the path of living my most authentic self and like sharing my story, well, part of my story, it kind of just ended up that I, you know, met someone else who was my business partner with Bloom and I was helping her through some things. And she was like, we have to get like this information into an app of like what's in your head and I'm like all right and then within three months we did it 
And it took off. And it was the number one. It was the number one app in Australia when we launched for over a week and a half. It was. Wow. Yeah. I remember using it and I loved the home music. <laughs> just the music. Yes. You, oh, my God. It just made me so happy. I'd literally just yeah. play it in the background if I was feeling stressed. So good. Oh, I love that. I know Bloom was such a beautiful app and everyone who was a part of it just to make that idea come to life. Like it was just, yeah, it was so, so great. So great. So it was you and Chloe. Did you just have this idea? And you just wanted to bring it to life. It was everything in the app was everything I did for myself in order to get through, right? Yeah. So it, this is, it was like my brain, it was put into the app, but like made into a gamification thing. And, you know, Chloe added her bits and I added my bits and that was all that. So that was literally came from everything that you were sort of embodying and practicing at the time. You're like, let's put this in an app and then boom, yeah. it took off. Did you have exactly. a big support network around you to, to achieve that? Um, well, we kind of had to get it quick, right? Because it was like, all right, well, this is taken off. We need to hurry. And I had come from a brand and because I was there at the very early stages, I was lucky enough to wear many different hats over many, like when you're with a startup, you wear many different hats. And so I kind of could apply different things to the business strategy and, you know, format, but still I had no clue what I was doing. And um, we gave it a crack and we had so much fun and then we sold our share because then we decided we wanted to do something else. And then we went into that kind of all systems go, but then um, you know, that was good for about a year. And then we've kind of like, Chloe had a second baby. I moved to America. So, you know, life just kind of happened, happens and chapters come and they close. And I don't have any like expectations or I don't hold on to anything like too tightly. Like I respect the process of everything that comes and goes. And we're kind of winding that up now and stepping, both stepping into our next chapters. Oh, and because well web, where did well web sit with everything? Yeah, so it kind of that was the next project we wanted to do. So I don't. Do you know anything about human design? I do. I mean, I don't know much, but I know a little bit. Chloe and I are both um, manifesting generators. What are you? I am a projector. Oh, all my best friends are projectors. <laughs> like. <laughs> they're, they're the goats I, I call them thinking, oh no I don't want to project everything onto other people and then I realized no. that actually the title doesn't mean anything I was like oh, at, all, at all yeah so anyways like I, I love projectors by the way like it's so so good yeah you guys are the best <laughs> um and anyways manifesting generators Chloe and I are both manifesting generators and we're like we start something and then like give it to someone else and they do its thing. Like we're the ones that kind of manifest the roots and then send it on their way, right? My little so, baby's a manifesting generator. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so, you know, don't ever put them in a box yes. and, yeah, allow them to be like, this is fun, but then, oh, actually, no, this is fun too. Like, you know, that's just the process of it. Like, I can already tell yeah. he just wants to try everything. Yeah, 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 try everything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of, we felt like, you know, we kind of got to the end of Loom. That's why we sold our share. But we were like, we want to kind of try and do something else. And that's what we did as well. So yeah, it's it's all been fun. It's been the funnest ride ever. And I've learned so much and I can't wait. I've got a couple of things, yeah, that I want to do next and we'll just see how it goes. You're literally living in LA and you're doing like Oracle sessions. Amongst other things, do you want to run through yeah. what an Oracle session looks like? 
Okay, cool. So I didn't need to do Oracle sessions for people. Like I had enough business stuff going on, right? But because my intuition is so goddamn loud, if it says to me, (laughs) you need to do this for people at the moment. So I'm just doing it for the moment. I know I'm not going to do this forever. So basically what happens, say if we were to have a session, I just have a call with you and I connect in with your energy body or your um, spiritual body, whatever you want to call it. And basically how I describe it is your energy body is every version of you that's ever existed past, present and future in this life and in other lives. And it's all rolled up into this fragment in this energy body. And what I can see is whatever fragment I need to see that's going to help your human body in this moment right here, right now. Oh my God. This is where my brain goes because apparently yeah. everything is happening right now like I, I get really confused about the concepts but like it's all kind of going on at once right mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot so all you really need to know I basically just I, I can channel and yeah. I can hold information to come through that is a pure source for you and you alone basically and so how would that differ from like say a psychic or clairvoyant in terms yeah. of what they see and versus what you see Yep. So mine's more like right now, how to get you to your truest self right now, as opposed to predictions of the future, unless you need that, then it comes through, but I can break contracts. I can recode things in your body, like give you upgrades. Like, I don't know. There's so many different things that can happen. It's so weird. It's weird as fuck. Do you use light language where they go, I can't do it. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. I'm very open. I'm sure a lot of people listening right now will be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, nah. So, you know, that's the thing. That's that's what I do with Oracle Sessions for now, but it won't be forever. I feel like the people that I'm coming in contact with, they are doing not important things, but like they've got a gift or some something to give to other people. So I'm helping them really step into their true power to become all that they can be to really utilize like the tools and everything that they've got to make the difference. I love it. You said before you had a real loud intuition going, I've just got to do this. How do you break it down between loud voices in your head versus your true intuition? Okay, so this is where it goes back to you taking a moment for yourself at the start of the day. And if you can come back into yourself like just 30 seconds before you have to make a decision, before you have to think of something, like quiet your mind, come back to yourself, get on your spot, ask how your body's doing, and then ask the question. The first voice that comes in is the correct voice. Everything else that comes in on top of that is just ego and chatter of your brain trying to make sense of something else. But the first thing is come into your center, ask. It's like a soft, subtle voice that comes in, but then the second voice will be like, nah, you know, like maybe we should do this or should we do that or let's go here or uh, no, I think this will be right. But it's always the first voice. Interesting. Yeah. And I've applied that theory many, many times. Like that's that's data-driven evidence. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Now, we, prior to this chat, you were like, hey, we can go down many topics. What do you want to talk about? And I was like, yeah, cool. Like I think, you know, personal development, that's certainly something I want to talk about in your authentic self, which we've covered. You also said that you talk to aliens and I really want to talk about this. All right. Let's go there. 
Okay. So first of all, I'll just have to give some language so our human brains can yes. kind of like understand what is yes. all of this, right? So we are vibrational beings, mm-hmm. okay? That's just the way it is. We have vibration can be me- measured through color, through objects, through all of that, right? And this like realm that we're in is a vibrational frequency, okay? And if we look at dogs or animals, for example, their brains can understand and pick up on different frequencies that our human brain can't actually comprehend or see. We've all seen a dog like bark at something or whatever. Even well, like, like when we dog- know that animals particularly are in tune with earthquakes or something exactly. when the storm's about to hit or something, they're extra in tune. Yeah. That's right. So this is measured through vibrational frequency. So if we're on one vibrational frequency here, this dimension plane, whatever you want to call it, there is multiple existing dimensions and planes and realms in different frequencies that if you tune into like a different radio station, you can access different beings or different energies based on these other radio frequencies. You with me? Uh Uh-huh. Great. So with that kind of back-end information. I mean, I get confused as hell along the way, but I'm with you. Yeah, you've got me. You've got this. You've got this. So with that information, the what I think is funny, now look, I've been doing this for a while, right? I've been channeling for a while. This is like five years of channeling and data that I've collected, mm-hmm. okay? And from my experience and what I believe, there is multidimensional beings. They're not like 3D aliens like you and me. Like there's not going to be an alien that comes to mm. your door and is like, eh. like it's it's not like that, <laughs> but it's all multidimensional. But how do we like come out and say that to everyone for people to really understand that? You can't. So what I've become very good at, just like psychic mediums and stuff like that, is tuning into a different radio station to experience a different frequency to communicate with other things. So just as David the medium, he can communicate with dead people because he can access that frequency. I can access a frequency for multidimensional beings or aliens or whatever you want to call it. So do you know what year you're going to or is it beyond that? Is it beyond like linear time? There's no time. Like I I don't know. <laughs> like I can go down this road if you want. But yeah, I don't let's know. go. Like, let's go. Are there people ready to hear? Like it's I don't know. The time space doesn't exist there. So in these other dimensions and realms, right? How we as humans, they call us basic. We're so basic. Like we have five senses, right? We can hear, we can see, we can taste, we can touch. It's like what do they have? Well, they don't have it's so backwards, like our human brains can't comprehend it. Like how they would see there is not how we would see it would be all back the front so it's just energy and it's what I've become really good at is reading the language of energy Uh that's all it is Mm. that's all it is and because I've become such a clear channel they like to communicate with me and I've received (laughs) you should see my phone notes I'm going to write a book one day please do Um, yeah because I've collected a lot of data like if you actually look in my phone notes I've written down like every meditation <laughs> that I've ever had over the past like five years. What was just everything that comes through your meditation that you channel? Yes. Yeah. So what I think is, yeah, it, I've just, I genuinely, this is why I can't fake it anymore, right? Yeah, For yeah. the first two years I was like, 
was like, this is so weird. People are going to think I'm weird. I'm like, no, I've like, I don't even give a shit anymore. I'm like, I just, I just don't care. This is what I know. And I know I, I've had enough evidence for it to be true. So, and, yeah. and so you don't see, you feel that's your main sense that you're stepping into. That's right. So every, every single person is different. So, you know, some people, they might see through their third eye. So yeah. if you meditate, do you get visions in your third eye? <sighs> Maybe like I could see things a little bit, but uh, I'm probably more colors or yeah. Like I probably wouldn't see a heap. I'd feel yeah. more probably. So here's lesson number one. Okay. okay. So the way you're thinking that you need to see through your third eye is still very 3D human based. You're yes. like, yes, I'm seeing colors. Like you're expecting to see like something like yes. come out. But how I describe seeing with your third eye or feeling with your third eye is right now if I said to you, shut your eyes and imagine a beautiful horse. Mm-hmm. What colour's the horse? Brown. How do you know it's brown? You just know. Because it's brown. Exactly. But this is the thing. You you it's not like a brown horse, but you can't see the actual colour brown. No. But for some reason you can see that it's a brown horse. So what is that? That's the knowing. That's the third eye. That's the intuition of the third eye and the knowing. And when we can kind of like let our humanness go, that's when we can tap into and trust. It's almost our imagination that's coming through to come to life. Yeah, because sometimes I'm like, am I just imagining it? Am I thinking it up? How do I know that I'm not actually consciously creating this? Well, this is this is where it gets <laughs> real woo-woo because you are consciously creating it, right? This is you reading energy. Your brain, your human brain in this moment right here, right now is trying to uh, make up a story in your brain to try and get you to understand the type of energy that is right there. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> I know it's welcome to my brain, oh Holly. No, do you feel misunderstood sometimes, or are you surrounded by a lot of people that understand you? Yeah, not anymore. Honestly, because this is like I wouldn't sit here and have conversations like this with people very often, right? Like it's it's just not. So because I went so far that way, yeah, I had to really practice being a human again because I was like, I'm going to go freaking crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. So now this is why I don't care anymore because I am so good. I have balance, right? So right after this, I'll turn it off and go watch Housewives of New Jersey. Like I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to sit in this. Like I'm just not, I don't yeah. want to live there. I'm a human. Yeah. That's why I want to enjoy the human experience. Like I want to enjoy the food. I want to enjoy the wine. I want to enjoy margaritas. I want to enjoy sex. Like, mm-hmm. and I will. And that's what I'll do. But I, I can go the other side as well. Very, very far. <laughs> Oh my God. I want to know, you say like the UFOs are not like what we imagine, like this bad UFO, like rocking up on our door, but like surely in some dimensions, there are those kind of creatures somewhere, right? Okay. So if we want to go back to all the old data from like the alien invasions that came here and took right this this was true to a degree because there is certain oh my god this is gonna sound so crazy (laughs) I'm so fascinated by it though 
I know it's so, and do you know what maybe people need to hear it like I don't care whatever so it's just it is a lot it is a lot and maybe there is things at the moment where we need to start talking about it more like I'm not the only one of me trust me I'm in LA every single person here is like oh yeah multi-dimensional beings cool we need to just go little bit by little bit and I think that's enough information for the moment we don't need to worry about it it can be fascinating but I think the main message that I want to give people is it's just not all as it seems our human brain it just can't take what is possible in this infinite big universe but how we can apply this to our normal human day-to-day life is you literally can do anything you want you can decide how your day is going to be and you can get rid of these constraints in your brain and you can break free of these patterns of these constraints and you can show up every day as your best self and live the life that you want to live by breaking free from the norm I love that. Oh, so what is what is planned next for Molly Jane? Okay, so what's planned next for Molly Jane? Um, I'm doing some live streaming events where I'm Ooh. just talking about mental health, wellness, spirituality, all that sort of stuff, people who are just curious. Um, I feel like I have a very good way of describing things that can kind of just put some puzzle pieces in place for people yeah so yeah live streaming events I'm, I'm writing a book I love it awesome yeah. oh Molly thank you so much for joining me we went there <laughs> we went down some roads before this we were like maybe we won't go there but maybe we, <laughs> we did we only we only dipped our toes in and we um, dipped our toes in and like this is the thing if people who are watching this and they're like what the hell? That's fine. You don't have to listen to us. This is the main thing I teach everyone, right? What is true for somebody else may not be true for you, period. Mm. So this is why the progress and the practice of you checking in with yourself every single day, you're in a space to receive information as it comes in and decide if it's true for you or if it's not. I'm just sharing what I know. And if people want to jump on board, awesome. If they don't, I don't care either way. Like, it's fine. I'm doing fine. I'm happy, you know. (laughs) If people are more interested, then my DMs are always open. They can come and I can get a little bit more woo-woo if that wasn't woo-woo enough. Um, I love it. But, but yeah, all fun and games. Oh, so fun chatting with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. As I said, we did just dip our toes into some pretty out there stuff. Um, I love talking about multi-dimensions. It gets my head spinning though, and it's a lot. But if that is something that you would like me to venture into more, please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram, uh, the PJ Podcast. I'm always open to feedback, and I know it won't be a lot of people's cup of tea. They'll be like, dude, you lost me in the first five minutes, and that's fine. Love to hear your feedback. Um... Wherever you're listening to your podcast, feel free to subscribe if you do want more of the show, the PJ Podcast, and um, yeah, let me know. Leave a review. Do you want more personal? Do you want more gory guts and all when it comes to having a baby? Do you want relationship stuff? Or do you want to get fucking weird? Let's just get spiritual AF. Let's go there. Please, let me know your thoughts, and um, I'll be back with a brand new episode in a week. That's my baby. It's my cue to go. Ciao. Imagine. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.